Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today as we continue walking through this strange paradiso. I have already attempted to do this episode earlier today. For some reason, it didn't go through, so I'm trying it again. I hope this one works. So anyways, um, as we continue our walk and get closer to October 31st, we're going to start getting into a little bit more um, intensity when it comes to the stories that I am sharing. So the first one that I want to share with you is, you know what, actually, let me go back to the previous episode that I did a couple of days ago, where the three friends went into a mausoleum and were doing a seance, and um, one of the friends went missing, hasn't been seen heard or found to this very day. Well, that is a true story and um, it is not by far the only one that has happened like that. It, It is not an isolated incident. There have been people who have gone and done certain things in the occult realm that have actually never been heard or seen again. One of the things that um, was brought to my attention is that my dad, when he was young, him and his friends used to do this thing once in a while where they would hop over the fence of the cemetery at night and then they would split up and then meet on the other side of the cemetery. So they'd be walking through this cemetery alone at night almost in pitch dark because they didn't have flashlights or anything. So they would do this once in a while. One time they did this and they got to the other end of the cemetery and met up, but one of the friends was missing. They thought either he had got there before them and maybe went on home, or maybe he had sprung his ankle or got injured in the cemetery because, you know, there are those little indentations in the ground because they got those little cups in there where people put flowers and so on. So they started walking around. They went back into the cemetery and started looking for this guy. They could not find him. So they decided he probably went on home. So they went home and uh, the next day, the missing guy's parents were looking for him and went to his friends, all of his friends' house, my dad's house included, accusing the boys of knowing what happened to their son and um, something bad happened and it was their fault and they know what happened and blah, blah, blah. Well, my dad says they never knew what happened and they had never heard or seen this guy again. There were no traces found in the cemetery. Even though if they're playing this game and they're doing that, well, you know that there are other people in the cemetery doing other things as well. There are people there performing certain types of uh, rituals. And I don't know if people were into grave sucking back then, but um, it's, it's a possibility. There were people there in that very same cemetery doing things that they shouldn't have done. Maybe that's what happened to this guy, but they never found anything, any trace, any clothing, any ripped anything. So 
it's another one of those things that we'll never know. As well as some other very strange disappearances. We'll get into that later. But this is not the first time something like this has happened. I just wanted to say that um, some of the things that are true and that really happen are stranger than fiction. I mean, that is really true. So, okay, let's continue and move on. Now, this is something that I, um, I've heard of something similar, but not really like this. But there are reports from people who say that they have been out. We get this from people who like to hike, campers who are in the kind of like wilderness and things like this, and just people who may be in an open area. They are reporting that they'll see something in the sky kind of shimmering, and then they will see, like somebody reported seeing a house. Now, this is true, guys. This is some kind of strange phenomenon that's happening. Somebody, someone reported seeing a house up in the sky. There have been others who have reported even like castles, seeing a castle in the sky. I've even heard log cabins in the sky. But first, it's not like they just look up and there's a log cabin floating around. No, they see something that's like shimmering. And then they'll look up because that gets their attention. And slowly these things will appear. So what is it? I mean, it sounds nuts. I know how it sounds. And anyone can say that. Anyone can say, oh, I've seen a a Dodge Charger in the sky. I mean, but that's not what's happening here. They are saying that they see this like shimmer, like this light kind of things, twinklings and stuff. And then slowly they'll see these things appear. Now, it's not like one person reported seeing a castle, a house, a log cabin. No, these are coming from different people, even in different parts of the world these reports. So, I mean, these are things that we have to look at. And um, of course, we can't just run with this and believe it 100%. We have to um, look into it, figure it out, and so on. But the theory about what's happening here is that what they are seeing are glimpses of a parallel universe, that that's what's happening. And we have spoke about that before. We have talked about um, how these things will collide, these worlds, okay? They'll collide, and with that, you'll get glimpses of things. You may hear voices of um, that have been reported, and even sounds. I'm even beginning to think that some of the strange sounds that have been reported from all across the world may have something to do with this, with uh, 
with the colliding, you know, we're, we're going to get glimpses and sounds and things like this. We can go on strange sounds and listen to all of these different things that people have recorded that they hear at night or just whenever. And some of them are so strange. Uh, the majority of them sound a bit metallic to me. Some of them sound like maybe someone needs to take lessons on how to play the, the tuba or something like that. But they're very, very strange. No one can figure it out yet. But perhaps it has something to do with a parallel universe. Things that are just kind of bleeding over once in a while. Maybe that's what some of those sounds are. But then again, you know, with the theory that people are, some are saying that that is what they are seeing and why they are seeing these buildings, like these houses and so on. So I really can't say how these things look. Like, are they just up there like... uh, with all the details, sharp, clear details, that I do not know. It's uh, something to look into. But the reason I said that I've heard of something similar, well, the only similarity I have to say is that I spoke about this a while ago, that there was someone who saw himself in the sky Like on, I think it was on a hot air balloon. I want to say he was on a hot air balloon and he looked over and he saw himself across the sky in a hot air balloon. So what is that? Is that some sort of a mirror? Is that perhaps a different version of himself in a different universe that he saw? See, all of these things just give us more and more to think about and also make us realize that perhaps this is not just it, where we live here in this realm, that just maybe this is not the only one. There are many more people these days coming forward with some of these experiences, some of these things that they have seen and so on. So just um, things are things are strange. They're not always spooky, but I'll, they are strange, okay? The next one I want to share is, now this comes from a woman who she was walking. And by walking, I mean that she would like power walk every day, So she would go like so many miles walking, power walking, and she says that on this one particular day, she was walking, she had her her buds in, she was listening to music, and she says, up ahead, I saw something. It was a dark figure, like, like a man. The only thing is that it just kind of appeared. She said, but I wasn't really paying 100% attention. I was walking, I was listening to music, but it just seemed to kind of appear. He didn't come around the corner because there was no corner. She was on a straight path. 
But anyhow, she continued walking. As he got closer to her, or as this image got closer to her, she started feeling kind of funky. She started feeling like this foreboding type of feeling. She said it wasn't a feeling of dread, but it was just a like wary, be watchful feeling that she had. So she said she thought of turning around and going back the way she came from, but she figured that if she did, this thing, whatever it was, would know that it had scared her and it would be behind her and maybe it would like chase after her. She said, the things that go through your mind at certain times are pretty amazing. So she stepped off the sidewalk onto like the street right by the curb and continued walking. She says, once she got about five feet from this thing, and it's as if everything went in slow motion. She said it was like something out of a movie. So it's like time slowed down. And she looked at this thing. She didn't want to. But she looked at this thing. In normal time, you could just look at it and then look away. But she said things were slowed down to a point when, where she looked over at it and then... She was stuck there almost. She could not look away in that time where she said where the face should have been. Like this thing is wearing dark clothing. It looks like it has a hood over its head like a hoodie. She said, but I couldn't look at the entire clothing or its attire because of the slow movement. So she looked where the face should have been. And it was a dark void. But in that void, she said it was like there were many faces in there. And She couldn't hear a sound, but the faces looked like they were screaming, like their mouths were opening and closing and their eyes were big. And she said the faces were not regular, normal-sized faces. They were smaller because there were many of them in there, as if they were all the size of small apples, all bobbing around in black water. And that's what she saw. And they looked like they were in complete distress. Looked like they were screaming. Like they were in torment. Then she was finally able to look away. And the next thing she knew, she was at the corner of where she lived. She said it was like... One moment I was here and the snap of a finger, I was at the corner, like on my street, like if something had just dropped me there. She does not remember walking that 
far. She does not recall any of it. She's like, one second I'm here, the next second I'm there. That was her experience. She said, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget those faces. But the other thing that she doesn't do, she does not walk on that particular street anymore. And she has not since then. She doesn't even want to drive her car there on that street. And the other, okay, the thing that I want to say about this area where this happened to her is there have been some things that they're not spooky. They're not creepy, but they're mysterious. For example, everyone's garage door being open. People were at work. Many of them were at work. But the whole neighborhood's garage doors were all open. Some people came home from work and said, what the heck's happened? How come my garage door is open? People came home from vacation. There was a couple that came home from vacation whose garage door had been opened. So, see, it's not creepy, really. And there was nothing moved. There was nothing, nothing stolen. No one was robbed. Just the garage doors. There was another time. People went out to get in their cars in the morning. Anyone who had their car parked at the curb, the driver's window, the side window there, the driver window, was shattered, was busted. Any car on either side of the street, the driver window had been shattered. Except for one car was spared. See, so... It's like, okay, well, you can say somebody had some type of universal garage door opener. Um, somebody went up and down the street or, you know, a few people playing this prank and just busting out the car windows. Yeah, we can say that. But is that really what happened? Why didn't no one hear anything? Why did no dogs bark? On that street... Nothing else reported from any of the other areas. Not around the corner, not around in, anywhere. So, I mean, um, you don't, don't always have to look towards like the paranormal. But it is mysterious. I, it is in my thoughts anyways. Okay, so I had to come on and tell these stories rather quickly because I'm not sure if this is going to go through. That is, um, oh my goodness, I thought I had something else to say. Hmm, I have to go get my notes now. You guys have to um, bear with me for a moment because I want to make sure that that's all I was going to um, talk about today. I didn't plan on being this quick. Okay. Huh? Oh, okay. That's it. Okay. Um, recently, because once in a while people will suggest that I watch a certain program on TV and things like this. So 
I might go ahead and take a look at it. So while this particular show I was watching, you might want to take a look at it. It's called The Watcher and it's on Netflix. Well, somebody said, well, why don't you go and take a look? It looks like something that you might like and so on. So I started watching it a little bit and it's okay. It's kind of like a whodunit, you know, and, and stuff like that. It's supposed to be like based on a true story and so on. But anyhow, there's a thing in this particular place. Now, I'm not going to spoiler alert or anything, but it reminded me of a story that was told to me a while ago about a dumbwaiter. So a dumbwaiter, for some people don't know, because they used to make those a long time ago. People who had the bougie houses used to have a dumbwaiter in their house because if you didn't want to go down for dinner, they would just uh, put your food up on this thing and send it up to your room, you know, in this little tunnel, you know, that goes from like the kitchen area up to the second floor. And you would just get your food from the dumbwaiter. That way nobody actually had to go upstairs carrying your food. And then when you were done, you just send it back down on that same thing. So um, this story is about somebody that I know. He's originally from Kansas, was telling me a story about him and his uh, siblings. They would go to visit one of their aunts, and she lived in one of these houses that they had bought and renovated and this stuff. And they had a dumbwaiter because this was like a Victorian era house. So they thought that thing was the coolest thing ever. So they were like putting apples on it, you know, and it was going up to the room and they'd get the apple and send it back down and so on. It was like a novelty to them. And then one night when they were asleep, they heard that dumbwaiter coming up into the second floor. And when it, I guess it makes some type of a sound when it gets to the the second floor, like a bell ring or something like that, so that it alerts you and you know you can go get your food. So they're like, hmm, well, why is it thing? So they went ahead and they opened that door to the dumbwaiter, but there was nothing there. He said it wasn't up. It was still down at the first floor, so they closed it. He said, but it, it was really nothing, but it made them feel kind of like creepy. So they went back to bed. He said they were probably about 12 and 13 years old and stuff like that at this at this time. They went back to bed and they were just talking about it a little bit. Like, what would make that noise if it's not up and this and that? But then it happened again. And no one wanted to get up and go and look. So they finally both got up, both the brothers, they went and they opened that door. And the the tray or whatever it is was up at the second floor, but there was nothing there. So they snuck down and they went downstairs to go and take a look, but nobody was there. Everybody was asleep. So they just ran back up to the room and put the cover over their head and went, went to sleep. And they said, we never play with that thing again. The thing was creepy. And even sometimes they would hear it, but they didn't care. So, there's uh, another story now, and this woman worked at this house that is actually like a museum, and it's a Victorian-era house, 
she was there closing up everything one day, making sure that there was no one left in this house. So she was upstairs, make sure everything's closed, getting everything ready for the next day. She goes downstairs. She's making sure all the windows and everything are closed, all the back doors and so on. She's just double checking everything. And she heard something rolling and it was coming from the direction of where that dumpster is. So she walked over towards it and it's kind of like a little cupboard looking thing, little door. So she opens it up and no, that serving the server is down there. Nothing's moved. So she closes it and she's like, I better go back up there. There may be somebody up on the second floor, or maybe even another employee. I Maybe I missed something. Maybe somebody needs help. So she goes back up there. She's walking around. No one's there. And she's calling. Is anybody still in here? We're closed. Come on. Everybody has to come out. And there's nobody there. And then she hears that rolling sound again. It's coming from where the dumbwaiter is, but now she's upstairs. So she goes over there and she opens that little, that door thingy. But now the server is up there on the second floor. So she closes it and she runs downstairs and she hears that thing coming down. She said it sounds like a, kind of like a rolling sound. So she gets out and she locks the door. So she, it just creeped her out because she had been working there for a while and she had never had anything like that happen. She didn't even know that that thing was operational. So after that, she goes to, um, Whoever is in charge of um, making the hours for the employees and so on. I don't know if it was HR or something like that. So she goes there because she's just feeling kind of off about the whole thing. And she says um, she didn't want to work at night anymore or in the morning anymore alone. So she didn't want to open in the morning alone and she didn't want to be there alone at night when she was closing up she wanted somebody to be in there however they were going to make this happen so there is a man in the office and he came out and he spoke to her and said um why don't you come into my office so she goes into his office and he says did you experience something did you see something and she told him i didn't see anything but yes, I experienced something. And that dumbwaiter was moving. She told him about the first time she heard it and she opened that little door, but it hadn't moved. She's like, so I don't know how it made any noise. Then she thought she, there, there was somebody still left behind. She went upstairs and she heard it rolling again. This time she opened the door and the server was up at the top. And that's when she ran out. She had never heard of anything happening at that house. 
as far as anyone knew, there was no activity at that house. And she had been there for a while. Never heard of anything. Well, the man there was like, I guess, some type of management position and told her that there had been people, employees, who had experienced things there. The first time that it happened, there was someone who had that same experience with the dumbwaiter. So after that, because they couldn't afford to lose employees because if this continued happening, no one would want to work there. So what, he, what they did was they took everything out of that dumbwaiter so that it could not move anymore. It was unoperational. And she's just looking at him. What? Yes, it's unoperational. There are no pulleys. There are no um, ropes, no nothing attached. It's impossible that that thing is able to move. And she said, well, it did. And it went to the second floor. And I opened the door and it was right there in front of me. And he said, I believe you. The only thing is, I'm just telling you what we did. He said, I, I know that what you're saying is true. And there are other things that had happened in that place as well. The reason that nothing was said, well, there are actually two reasons. One of them is because, you know, they would have a hard time getting people to work there. This would get out to the public. A lot of people would not want to go there because there are people who will avoid places like that, especially with their children. They won't take their children there. And there's going to be a loss of revenue. That's one of the big reasons why they did what they did to the dumbwaiter. The other one is because if it got out, now you've got these paranormal groups who would want to go there and do investigations and so on. And then, once again, everybody's going to know because you've got these Paranormal groups out there all talking about when they went to this place and that place and blah, blah, blah. And he said, that's what we are trying to avoid. We don't want to have that name recognition that this is a haunted place. So she did get her way. She had someone always there with her. There were two working together after when during opening and during closing for this, you know, you're going to feel better if, if there's somebody there with you. But how that thing was able to move is the real mystery. It was not attached to anything anymore. And she had no idea about what had happened. 
as far as she was concerned, it was able to move because it did move. Once again, we are looking at Victorian era houses. Back at that time, a lot of people started getting into spirit communication and things like this. So who knows what happened in that house so many years ago. As well as apparently this house, when it was being built, there was a house in the same area. Well, I don't know if it was a house or a business, but it, there was a building in the same area that had burned down. Some of the wood was still usable. Now, when building number one burned down, there were some people who perished in the fire. So anyways, so they get that usable wood, the wood that was not damaged, and certain other things. I don't know what the certain other things consist of. Maybe, I don't know, nails, glass for windows, things like this. Well, they salvaged what could be salvaged and they used it in the building of that house, of house number two, with the dumbwaiter incident where that happened. So now you've got a recipe for activity because people perished in one house or one building, then they take some of the wood and maybe windows and so on, maybe even some of the furnishings and put them into that brand new house that they built. So that's what it tells me. Well, now you've got all the makings of um, this type of thing happening as, as well as the time frame when it was built People started getting into all that stuff. That's where the seances were very big. All this uh, communication with the departed and so on. Ectoplasm, people saying that they were touched ectoplasm and all of this stuff. I mean, it was just uh, really coming in at around that time. So that's what we've got there with this particular house as well as um who knows but anyways um that's really all i've got for today as we go further as we continue on our way to october 31st we're going to get into a little more stuff that um just a little more intensity Okay, I'm going to try to be back on Sunday and then I'm going to bring you some more stuff and we can take a look and try to figure out just what's happening in our realm. Until then, everybody have a great day. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day or evening to come and walk with me. I really appreciate it. And um, I don't want to walk alone. It's better to have company. Be talking soon. Ciao.